0: Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network presents Streetwise Theology Out of the Ivory Tower and Back into the Hands of the Invisible Church
1: Welcome to Streetwise Theology, my name is Luke Saint and today we're going to be talking about a very controversial subject among uh, American Christians today and frankly anybody who uh, lives in America uh, the subject has to do with stoning Um, and talking about the biblical the biblical case for stoning now recently I saw a video online I'm gonna play for you Um, it's a little bit of language so forgive but I think the uh, the language is very pertinent to uh, what's going on in the video Um, but I want to play this video for you and then we're gonna talk about the necessity for biblical justice, the way that God defines justice in society, and how when we veer from that, what we embrace is pain and heartache uh, for the victims, and we reward uh, the perpetrators, and we punish the victims. So here's a video. Have a listen.
0: To grant me five minutes in a locked room with (laughs) this demon... Would been, you do that? I, I yes uh, or no? no would you give me one minute. <laughs> you know that I can't do that. That's
1: not how uh, Well system. I'm gonna have to get yeah, someone. I'm Stay, I'm out. Right. Stay, Stay, down. Stay out. Get Stay out. out. Stay I understand. Let me out. have I understand I, stand out. Stand I want that song.
0: You. behind your back. i yeah. know. Give me one minute with that pass through. <laughs> Go ahead. You're getting so professional. One minute. Relax, sir. Relax. Take it easy, buddy. Just Relax. Okay, now we're going to kind of let up, okay? You have to let up, too, okay? Right, see you. Sit up, get on your side, and okay. sit, up and sit up. Where is he? One, two, three,
1: Okay, what you just heard is the sound of a father who, a father of three sexual abuse victims, charging at the at the abuser. This is the case of a uh, one uh, Larry uh, Larry Nassar. And uh, from the Yahoo article, it says, The father of three sexual abuse victims tried to attack disgraced former Michigan State University and USA Gymnastics team doctor Larry Nassar during his sentencing hearing in Charlotte, Michigan. After one of his three daughters detailed Nassar's sexual abuse when she was 13 years old during her victim impact statement, Randall Margraves charged at Nassar before being blocked by the ex-doctor's lawyer, Matthew Newberg, and restrained by three deputies, according to multiple reports. Margrave's asked Eaton County Court Judge Janice K Cunningham if he could have 5 minutes alone with the man who assaulted his three daughters, Lauren Madison Ray and Morgan. When Cunningham said that he was uh, that wasn't possible, he asked for 1 minute. And when she refused when she refused, he rushed at Nassar. He asked the deputies, "What you heard him ask there?" He asked the deputies, "What what if this happened to you guys?" Assistant Attorney General Angela Povolaitis asked the courtroom not to respond violently. You haven't lived through it, lady, Margraves responded before being led out of the courtroom. After a brief recess, Cunningham addressed the gallery, informing the court that Margraves' daughters had all provided victim impact statements, two this week and one last week in Ingham County. I recognize Mr. Margraves has three daughters that he has had to watch go through pain and hurt, she said. If it, is hard, it, uh, if it is hard and difficult for me to hear what his daughters have to say, I can't imagine what it is like for a parent. No one is making any excuses for what the defendant did in this case. However, these are legal proceedings, and the criminal justice system is doing what it is supposed to do. I am going to listen to all the impact statements. I'm going to apply the law, and Mr. Nassar will be sentenced. She also asks that nobody react violently again. The courtroom is expected to hear at least 65 impact statements before Nassar's sentencing. He has already been sentenced to 60 years in prison for pleading guilty to possessing child pornography and 175 years for assaulting more than 150 victims. Now, th- this whole thing is a disaster. It's 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 an amazing disaster. The failure of the the, the church to combat pornography and. Um, You know, recently this this whole idea of you know realizing that the institutional church protects um, a a lot more than we thought it protects the abuser and uh, attacks the the victim, and and this whole thing. I mean, the the only thing that I see that's right about this is that man's um, Mr. Margraves is is his desire to beat this man to death. That's the only just thing that I see. In this whole proceeding, this guy is a disgusting individual, this Larry Nassar guy, uh, um, you know, uh, assaulting more than 150 victims, okay? Now, we pretend like we're nicer than God, right? So we don't stone anybody because, you know, obviously God gave us that law because he hated us. He's so unloving. I mean, why would he give us this law? It's so weird. It's brutal and it's barbaric and outdated using stones, you know, we, we, we have a better idea than God, obviously. He's not not very smart in giving us this. We, we've progressed beyond what God has given us, knowing full well that, you know, you had ropes back then. You could have hanged somebody. God could have just said to hang them. Um, you know, you had swords. You had, you know, you, you could drown them. You could burn them, you know, do all that kind of stuff. The The, the name of this podcast is In Defense of Stoning because when I watch videos like this, uh, where this man, the, the only... Uh, you know, like I said, the only thing going for this whole proceeding is this man's desire for justice. Did you hear him ask, look those deputies in the same face. The, the deputies grabbed him. They stopped him. He looked at him in the eyes. He said, what if, What? I saw him. He, he looks right at those deputies as they're, you know, uh, surrounding him, putting handcuffs on him. He says, what if this happened to you guys? And I know all those deputies there would do the same thing. What does that tell you? It tells you that these people, that, that, that there is an innate desire in mankind to kill sexual abusers. That is there. If, I mean, the people who sexually abuse their children, there is an innate desire to beat them to death. And this this has nothing to do, um, it, it has more to do, I should say, it has more to do with justice than it does... Uh, with with personal revenge because I know that there are people in that courtroom who do not have those children who would like to stone that guy. I'm not gonna lie. I would like to have a hand in stoning that guy. Now I'm, I say that lightly because I've never stoned anybody and I'm sure it would be a horrible experience for everyone around, but the desire for justice a lot of times overcomes our desire to be civilized. Like this guy right here. I mean, he he was willing to, you know make himself look like a fool in that courtroom in front of all those people in front of his daughters so that he could just beat this guy to death he was willing to do that even maybe maybe even face jail time so that he could he could physically lay hands on this guy and punish him with his own hands because he knew in his heart of hearts that oh my goodness 60 years in prison prison for pleading guilt uh for for justing for possessing child pornography at 175 years. Oh my goodness. He's going to get over 200 years in prison. Yeah. That'll fix him. This guy knows just like everyone else in that courtroom with the exception, maybe of the judge that over 200 years is not going to give is not justice. It's not true justice for this man. Nothing short of beating this man to death is true justice. And the Lord knows this. That's why he gave us stoning. That is true justice just uh, stoning is not a light thing. It is not something to be approached casually. It's a horrible and terrible thing. It is purposefully barbaric, because the punishment fits the crime. The crime is barbaric, therefore it deserves a barbaric punishment. I, I, I'm here to tell you that that stoning somebody is no more is 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 far more civilized than sexually abusing a teenager. I I'm I, I I'm 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 here to make that argument. Somebody please oh please argue with me on that one. You know, say, "Oh, oh, you know, stoning's not good, but, you know, he 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 deserves a civilized punishment for that uncivilized thing he did." It's like jail time. Yeah, that's that's really civilized. That's going to fix him. No, this man needs to be stoned to death by a community of people. There are hundreds of of victims here and and they need to be involved because they need to see justice with their own eyes, just like this guy. This guy right here, um Mr. Margrave's is not going to see justice with his own eyes and he's gonna have to live with that for the rest of his uh, to the end of his days because we're smarter than god we're nicer than god and we're going to give better justice than what god has given and as a result the victims are still hurting this man needs to move on with his life and the best way that he can move on with his life is knowing that he had a hand he had a hand in punishing this man to his death that's what stoning provides this American culture and Western culture turning our backs on the victims to, to bend over backwards for the uh, for the perpetrators is, is wickedness. It's is, is another word for it. It's wickedness. This guy knows what needs to happen. Mr. Margraves, he needs to know what happens. He needs to, he needs to know what ha- – what, he knows what needs to happen. He needs to beat this man to death with his fists or with a stone. Now, before the um, the antinomians get all, um, you know, up in arms about this, uh, LOL, up in arms, right? Um, let me read the—I um, mean, but besides stoning being a just uh, punishment for the perpetrator, it is also uh, the way the Bible institutes it. You know, a lot of Christians walking around nowadays think that, you know, back in the Bible, biblical times— um, if you had a problem with someone, you could just start stoning them, and you know, you know, without a without a trial, without a case, you could just start stoning people. And you know, uh, as soon as you saw somebody was unclean, you could start stoning them. And you know, that's how it was. It was barbaric back then. Yada yada yada. Uh, I mean, that's ignorance, of course, and they don't even know they don't even know how to spell Deuteronomy, let alone know where uh, Deuteronomy 17 is. Find even find it in the Bible. But uh, Deuteronomy 17 says um, when, when it's when it's talking about stoning. It says this if there is found among you with any of your town any of your towns that the Lord your God is giving you a man or woman who does what is evil in the sight of the Lord your God in transgressing his covenant, and has gone and served other gods and worshipped them, or the sun or the moon, or any of the hosts of heaven which I have forbidden, and it is told you and you hear of it, then you shall inquire diligently. There's a trial, right? And if it is true and certain that such an abomination has been done in Israel, if they found guilty, then you shall bring out to your gates that man or woman who has done this evil thing, and you shall stone that man or woman to death with stones. Okay, first of all, this is a public execution. We've talked about this before in this podcast. This is not done in some back room with some hooded people, and it's not done quickly. It's not done privately. It's done publicly so that everybody everybody knows who's involved with this. Uh, that, that right there is, is so important right away. On the evidence of two witnesses or of three witnesses, the one who is to die shall be put to death. Here we have over a hundred witnesses. A person shall not be put to death on the evidence of one witness. The hand of the witnesses. This is this is the interesting part. The hand of the witnesses shall be first against him to put him to death, and afterward the hand of the people. So shall you purge the evil from your midst. It's interesting that the so you shall you purge the purge the evil from your midst is also quoted in the New Testament. Um, but secondly, um, th- that. Principle: the hand of the witnesses shall be first against him to put him to death, and afterwards the hand of all the uh, of all the people. Th- this is not a principle that is applied today in in our state of society. What we do is we find the person guilty and we just hand him over to the state and you say, "You take care of the rest. Huh? I'm done. You know, I just I'm just a witness. Whatever. You, you you take care of the rest." Now the state does does what they call justice, lol. Furthest thing from it, but they they. Pretty much take care of it. This principle that the hand of the witnesses shall be first against him to put him to death is so important in stoning. You're going to weed out everyone who is not serious. Uh, it's it's almost almost um, um, a guarantee that perjury will will not be a thing. The hand of the witnesses shall be first against him to put him to death. You know that that is so important when you're talking about. Execution, and, and, and this is why I don't believe in hanging. This is why I don't believe in, um, uh, you know, uh, the guillotine. These kinds of things, uh, unless the Bible prescribes it. I, I know in some cases the Bible prescribes, I think, burning, I think, in one case. Um, but this is why I'm against it, because when you're executing somebody uh, via hanging, the hand of the witness isn't first against him to put him to death. When you're executing somebody with a guillotine, the hand of the witnesses are not first against him to put him to death. That that is an important step in the judicial process or in the uh, you know the execution process that we just skip over completely. That is an unbelievably important thing that needs to be utilized. We just we we just like d- did away with it. That we just hand it over. Are you interested in Christian education? Would you like to learn how to be a Christian teacher or how to run your very own Christian school of success? The GCS Apprenticeship Program can help. Learn more on our website at gcsapprenticeship.com. The point I'm trying to make in this podcast is that God gave us stoning for a reason, and we just lightly, we throw it off in, in the name of being nicer than God, either that or being more civilized than God. You know, God God could have said, you shall hang them, you shall execute them with a sword, or you shall execute them, um, you know, you drown them or poison them, but he didn't. Why would he prescribe stoning, even though they had the means to do it in another way? A lot of people, I think, assume, well, they were just barbaric back then, didn't really have any other options, so stoning was it. No, it was a community punishment. I, I keep saying on this podcast... The Bible in a theonomic society puts justice in the hands of the people. That responsibility is not delegated to some other group and say, "Hey, you take care of justice. We're just going to sit back and do our thing and, and and call you whenever we need you." That that's that's not what it is. The hands of justice are in the people. They are the wheels that set justice in motion and see it all the way through. The state is there to facilitate um, that that. Event those events, and to teach the people how to do it. God has given us stoning. It's his idea. Man did not come up with this idea. Somebody please argue with me on this one and say, oh, I got a better idea than stoning. Somebody please argue with me on that. Now, I know Joel McDermott's book, um, he, he takes on stoning, and his book is nothing to be sneezed at. But I, I, I think this principle right here in Deuteronomy it's impossible to apply that principle of the hands being first against the witness unless you have stoning. Well, you know, if someone's going to get hanged, what, what am I going to do? Am I going to, like, hang him for 30 seconds, and then the next witness comes along and hangs him for 30 seconds? And, you know, I don't, I don't know. God's ideas are better than man's ideas. Stoning is a just punishment. It is a true punishment in which the victims are... Not forgotten the victims get a chance at justice with their own hands. This is something that is ultimately neglected in our society and as a result the victims are being neglected. stoning is not something that is light or fun. I, I don't think that uh, you would have the same kind of crowds you had like a couple hundred years ago when you had a public execution just standing there watching it was like a this big picnic event. I don't think it would be like that because because of its Uh, the way that it is uh, so barbaric and violent. I don't think it would be like that. I think it's a very serious thing in which everyone involved has to be very serious about what they're doing before they do it. And I think like that, you're going to weed out a lot of perjury. I really do. God's ideas are better than man's ideas. Every single time. Someone wants to come along and say, I got a better idea than stoning. I say, no, no, you don't. No, you don't. God has given us this form of justice. We need to be implementing it into our society. We need to be standing up for God's laws, all of God's laws. And, and, and my friend, if you're out there and you say, well, I don't like this law, get to a place where you do. Read Psalm 119 and, and keep in mind that David is talking about these, these stoning laws when he's saying that I thirst for your laws like a dog thirsts after water. He's talking about stoning. Get to a point in your life where you're the same way, my friend. Thanks for listening, my friends. Be strong and courageous. We will see you next time.
0: Thanks for listening to Streetwise Theology, brought to you by the Mid Atlantic Reformation Society and Reconstructionist Radio. Please visit ReconstructionistRadio.com and ThinkAndReform.org.